Hello and welcome to The Life of Riley from otrgold.com. This episode will begin after a brief message from our sponsors. It's new. It's amazing. It's Prell. P-R-E-L-L Prell Shampoo. Yes, Procter & Gamble's new radiant cream shampoo in the handy tube. Prell brings you The Life of Riley. Prell, the shampoo that removes unsightly dandruff, leaves hair radiantly lovely, presents The Life of Riley with William Bendix as Riley. Every father dreams that someday his son will achieve the fame which he himself longed for but never attained. Thus, the scientist dreams his son will be another Einstein. The musician dreams of another Toscanini, the artist of another Rembrandt. And Riley the Riveter. What is his dream for Junior? Well, let's take a peek inside Riley's mind as he lies prone on the living room couch indulging in his favorite daydream. There's a vacant, faraway look in his eyes. In fact, 3,000 miles away in Ebbets Field. He even hears the roar of 50,000 frenzied Brooklyn baseball fans. He can even hear the imaginary voice of an announcer over an imaginary radio. What a ball game this is, folks. The last game of the World Series, the last half of the ninth. Three nothing in favor of the Yankees. This is the last chance for the Dodgers. Two men out and bases full. Robinson's on first, Edwards on second, and Pee Wee Reese is on third. It's now or never for those fabulous bums. Everything depends on the next batter, and look who's coming up to the plate now. The man who has the chance of a lifetime to carve a niche for himself in baseball's Hall of Fame. And who is he? Chester Riley's son. He's the sensational new rookie who was coached and taught every trick in the game by his father, Chester Riley, who was a baseball immortal. You remember Chester Riley when he pitched for the White Sox in the Laundry Workers League. <laughs> and now Chester Riley's son is stepping into the batter's box. Come on, Junior! There's the windup. Here comes the pitch. The right one! What's the matter, you blind, you robber? Oh, the crowd didn't like that decision. Someone just threw a pop bottle at the umpire. Here's the windup. Here comes the pitch. Ah! drive to center field. DiMaggio's going after it, but he can't get it, and Chester Riley's son is rounding first, he's rounding second, he's rounding third. Is Junior home yet? Not yet, Peggy just rounded third. Slide, Junior! (laughs) Well, what on earth are you talking about? Oh, oh, it's you, Peg. What's the matter with you? Nothing. I was just sort of thinking out loud. You know, daydreaming. Oh, is that all you can find to do? Well, you might take a little more interest in what's going on around here. Do you realize it's 8.30 and Junior isn't home yet? Oh, worry about my boy. He's okay. Worry a little more about your daughter, Babs. She's your daughter, too. Yeah, but Babs is your responsibility and Junior is mine. Oh, I never heard of such nonsense. Well, it's a very well-known scientific theory. What theory? Uh, the, the theory... Uh, the, the theory of relativity. <laughs> the father looks after the boy relatives and the mother looks after the girl relatives. <laughs> now, if you want my opinion, you're falling down on your part of the job. Instead of worrying about Junior, worry where Babs is. I know where Babs is. She's over at a girlfriend's house studying. A likely story. If you investigated, you'd find out the so-called house is a Ford convertible on Mulholland Drive. <laughs> 
And the girlfriend has a crew haircut and a mustache. Well, what's this got to do with Junior? Plenty. Is Junior up on Mulholland Drive with boys? No. Because I'm training him right. I'm looking after his future. Hi, Mother. Hello, Hello Daddy. So, here you are. Where were you? I went for a ride on Mulholland Drive. Don't lie. You were studying with a girlfriend. I mean... Well, yes, but afterwards we went for a drive in her car. Oh. Well, now that we've settled with Babs, maybe we can discuss your son. Now, Peg, please don't interfere. The kid's okay. I just want to know where he is. He is where I told him to be, in his room studying. Well, for heaven's sake, why didn't you say so? Are you sure he's studying, Daddy? Sure, I'm sure. I saw to it. Like I said to him, son, I said, I want you to get ahead. And in this world, you can't get nowhere without studying. And I'm the proof of that. That scared him Well, if you say he's studying, I guess he is Oh, you don't believe me Well, I'll show you Junior You want me, Pop? Oh, there he is uh, What are you doing, Junior? I'm studying like you told me uh, You see what I tell you? Junior with a book in his hand Miracles will never cease hmm. Let me see that book, Junior Yeah, show it to her, Junior Well, here, Mom Well, of all the... How to Play Third Base by Pie Trainer. <laughs> Fine studying. Where will this get him? Where will it get him? It'll get him to the Brooklyn Dodgers. You'll see. I'm going to make a bum out of my boy. Hi, Peg. I'm home. Well, it's about time. I've been waiting for you. All right, what's the matter? I want you to speak to Junior. Sure. Hello, Junior. Uh, Hello, Pop. How many hits you get today? Riley, this is serious. Your precious son, Junior, brought home a note from his teacher. Now, just listen to this. Uh. Dear Mr. and Mrs. Riley, I regret to advise you that your son, Junior, has not been doing the work of which he is capable. Of late, his work has been decidedly below average. <laughs> Chip off the old block. <laughs> That's just what my teacher used to say about me. Riley, this is serious. Ah, don't get excited, Peg. Junior's still the best third baseman that school ever had. And that's what counts with me. I see. Well, all right, just listen to the rest of her note. Your son's chief interest seems to be baseball. Of course. But unless there is a marked improvement in his work, even though he is the star of the ball team, he will not be eligible to play. What? Not play? Junior, what have you been up to? Why don't you pay attention to your schoolwork? That's a fine boy you got here. Oh. <laughs> now he's my boy, huh? Well, I've been paying attention, only we had this algebra exam and I failed. I didn't have time to study for it. Oh, no. Well, I got a few questions to ask. First question, why didn't you have time to study? Because you made me read that book on how to play third base. <laughs> uh, Peg, you got any questions? <laughs> I told you all this baseball would make him neglect his work. That's got nothing to do with it. Where's your brains, Junior? Can't you pass a simple exam? Well, it was tough. Well, the other kids pass. You're as smart as the next guy, ain't you? Yeah. Well, then copy off of him. <laughs> no, I, I don't mean that. Fine thing kicked off the team. An outlaw. Well, I still have a chance, Pop. My teacher gave me an algebra problem to do at home, and if I get it right, I can play. Yeah, well, you better get it right. You're going to buckle down. Yeah, but, gee, algebra's so tough. Then ask for help. 
you know, you're not alone in this house. And what does an intelligent person do when he gets stuck? He goes to someone with a little more intelligence and asks for help. Mom, will you help me? <laughs> Why, certainly, Junior. You know Just I'd be... a minute. I didn't mean your mother. She ain't the only one in this house who's got learning, is she? Well, no, but Babs hasn't got time. <laughs> I don't mean Babs, and I don't mean your mother. You've got one guess left, and you better guess good. <laughs> you, Pop? Well, what's the matter with me? Didn't you ever hear of a father helping his son? Oh, yes, Are you but... denying that I'm your father? Peg, tell him. <laughs> now, Riley, you're busy. I'll help Junior with No, his... no, that's my responsibility. And please don't interfere. I have made up my head. Well, let's start, Pop. I got a lot of problems tonight. Now, don't rush me, Junior. You got enough clean paper? Yeah, here. Now, the problem is... Wait a minute, you... wait a minute. We got to sharpen the pencil first. Boy, it's sharp enough, Pop. Okay, now wet the end. Okay, Pop. Now, let's see the problem. A farmer sells two bushels of apples at X dollars a bushel. The next day, the farmer sells three bushels of tomatoes for one-third the price of the apples. The day after, he sells one and a half bushels of potatoes for four-fifths the price of the tomatoes. With the money he receives, he buys three gallons of kerosene and six bags of fertilizer. If kerosene sells at a dollar a gallon and fertilizer at four dollars a bag, what's the price of the apples? Maybe we better sharpen the pencil some more. Pop, you just have to find X. Yeah, X. Yeah, sure. Now, let's see. Farmer, uh, apples, uh, tomatoes, uh, potatoes, uh, kerosene, uh, fertilizer. You got the answer, Pop? I don't even get the question. <laughs> Well, look, Pop, let's do it this way. Let X Who's equal the... Who? I'll get it, I'll get it. Best way to go about this is to imagine that I'm the farmer. Okay, now, I sell two bushels of apples at X dollars a bushel, then the next day I sell three bushels of tomatoes at one-third the price of the apples, and the day after I sell one and a half bushels of potatoes for four-fifths the price of the tomatoes. Now, with the money I receive, I buy three gallons of kerosene and six bags of fertilizer, so if... if if I was that farmer, I'd sell that farm and apply for relief. How's the algebra coming? We're doing okay, just fine. Let's see. The farmer sells two bushels at X dollars a bushel. Riley, yeah. you have to find X. Now, start off this way, see? Let X equal the apples. Hey, I'm way ahead of you. I'm up to the fertilizer. <laughs> Besides, I'm doing this. Don't be so stubborn. Don't you want Junior to be on that baseball team? Don't worry. He'll play. He'll play. Well, then you better let me help you with that problem. At the rate you're going, it'll take you all year. I'll do it myself if it takes me 50 years. Oh, great. The John J. Boskowitz Junior High School team with a 63-year-old third baseman. <laughs> Peg, will you please leave us concentrate? All right. All right. Have it your way. I'm going to the movies. Good night. Good night. Now, let's get back to that stupid farmer. 
First, we've got to analyze the problem. Oh, Pop, the problem is to find X. I'm getting sick and tired of that X. <laughs> Ever since I was in school, they've been looking for an X. <laughs> they haven't found it in all this time. How did they expect me to find it in one night? <laughs> well, Pop, that, that's algebra. Algebra. Why do they teach you that stuff for? What good is it, anyway? You don't see no algebra scores in the newspapers, do you? Well, maybe I'd better get Mom to help me. No, no, this is a father's job. Yeah, but Mom's good at algebra. I don't care. Some things are a father's job and some things are a mother's job. When the time came for you to be born and your mother went to the hospital, did I say, let me go in your place? <laughs> no. Well, I don't want your mother taking over my responsibilities. Now, don't you worry. I'll get this. Pop, you can't do it on your fingers. Uh, uh, I guess not. We're dealing with vegetables. <laughs> Trouble is, it's just a lot of words on paper. I don't see the problem. If I could see the problem... Junior. Junior, I got it. I got it. The answer? No, the method. That's the main thing. The method. Once you get the method, the answer comes easy. Well, who are you phoning? Hello? Is this the farmer's market? Oh. I want to place an order. Two bushels of apples, three bushels of tomatoes, a bushel and a half of potatoes, three gallons of kerosene, and six bags of fertilizer. Thank you. Well, we'll bring you the second act of The Life of Riley in just a moment. And now, the glamour girl of 49. I'm Tallulah the tube of proud, and I've got a little something to tell. Your hair can be radiant, oh, so easy. All you gotta do is take me home and squeeze me. I'm Tallulah the tube of proud, and I'll make your hair look swell. It'll shine, it'll glow, so dandruff-free for radiant hair. Get a hold of me. Tallulah the tube of proud shampoo. Folks, Tallulah's right. Prell, Procter & Gamble's Radiant Cream Shampoo leaves hair more radiant than any soap shampoo. And Prell removes unsightly dandruff in as little as three minutes. Doctors' examinations proved it. For hair radiantly clean, radiantly lovely, try Prell, your very next shampoo. Before we rejoin Riley, the baseball fan, I'd like a word with you movie fans who want to see a fresh and funny film. Prell Shampoo's Life of Riley show is now an hilarious new motion picture, starring Riley himself, William Bendix. You'll enjoy seeing all the Rileys, plus Jim Gillis, and of course, Digger O'Dell, when the Life of Riley movie plays in your community. And now back to the Life of Riley. Of all the crazy things I ever heard of, just to solve an algebra problem, $12. It was worth it. Besides, that stuff won't go to waste. <laughs> What on earth are we going to do with all those apples? We'll make applesauce. And three bushels of tomatoes. We'll make ketchup. And what about... Don't ask me what we're going to do with that fertilizer. <laughs> Six bags. We'll mail it to your mother in the Bronx. <laughs> She's got that geranium in her window box. Whoever heard of working out an algebra problem by buying all this stuff? It did the trick, and that's what counts. When Junior shows his teacher, he got the right answer. Are you sure you got the right answer? Well, sure, I'm sure. I know when I get something right. And if I didn't get that problem right, I'll eat that algebra book. Hello. Oh, there's Junior. Now you'll see. 
Well, what'd the teacher say? Everything fixed? Yeah, yeah you fixed me good. It was all wrong. Huh? But, but it can't be. I'm, I'm positive. I, how could it be? How will you have that algebra book with the ketchup or applesauce? <laughs> that means no baseball. How could that teacher do this, Junior? What an ungrate. After you bought her that whole bushel of apples. Well, she's given me one more chance. The guys in the team asked her to. She gave me some more problems, real hard ones. But if I get them right, I can play. Yeah, well, this time you're going to get them right. I'll see to that. You mean I'll see to it. Now, come on, let's get to work. Now, wait a minute, Peg. I told you this is my... I don't think you should interfere. Who's interfering? Pop, I got to get them right this time. Let Mom help me. No, you'll work them out by yourself. Junior, I've told you a thousand times you've got to learn to stand on your own two feet. You're getting to be a big boy now. Don't go crying to your mother whenever you have a little problem. Well, gee, Pop... Now, you sit right down there, Junior, and get to work on those problems. I'll see that you get quiet so as you can concentrate. Okay. Now, you got everything you need? Yeah, I'm all set. Now, good. Listen, now, listen, Peg, I want perfect quiet. Junior's got to concentrate so I don't want to hear a word out of anybody. Peg, must you click your knitting needles that way? How you doing, Junior? You got the first answer? Well, don't give up. Don't get discouraged. Just keep concentrating. That's the important thing. Concentration. Takes time. Rome wasn't burnt in a day. Just keep plugging away at it. <laughs> You'll get it. You'll get it. Peg, please, I told you those knitting needles. Tone them down. Junior's got to keep his mind on his work. How you doing, Junior? Just, just keep at it. Mother, did you... Babs, must you come in a room screaming at the top of your voice like that? Can't you see Junior's trying to concentrate? How can he think if people keep barging in talking at the top of their voice? And Peg, please, I told you twice already, those needles... They're distracting Junior. Can't you get rubber needles? Try not to pay any attention, son. Just keep concentrating. Don't let nothing distract you. You got the first one yet? Well, don't worry. You'll get it. Concentration. That's the main thing. I've never seen anything you couldn't lick by concentration. Trouble with most people, I let the least little thing distract them. How's it coming? You got it yet? Well, don't get panicky. You'll lick it. Just keep your mind on the subject. I can't stand it. How can I think with all this noise? Junior, wait. Come back. Hey, you see, Peg, I told you not to make so much noise with your knit needle. <laughs> Why don't that kid come back? I just can't do these problems. If two men can dig a hole 12 feet long, 4 feet wide, and 8 feet deep in 9 hours, how deep a hole can one man dig? 6 feet is deep enough, believe me. <laughs> Oh, it's you. Yes, it is I indeed. Digby O'Dell, the friendly undertaker. I didn't hear you come in, Digger. I got too much on my mind. All on account of Junior. Ah, yes. Children can be a problem. Only today, a gang of hoodlums pilfered a sign from the baseball stadium and hung it on the door of my business establishment. Ooh, I was beside myself. Uh, why? What did the sign say? Special today, ladies free when accompanied by escort. <laughs> You see, Digger, it's Junior's algebra problems. If he don't do them right, he can't play ball this season. Reminds me of my son, Pinewood. Woody wanted to be a ball player, too. But the coach never sent him in the game. Finally, I said to him, son, you're spending so much time in the dugout, you might as well come into my business. I don't know what to do. Junior went out. He won't do the problems. I tried, but I don't know how to do them. Maybe you can help me, Digger. Well, I'm pretty good at handling figures, but not that kind. <laughs> Arithmetic is my line, not algebra. Can't you get someone else to help you? Perhaps your dear wife. <laughs> 
No, no, I can't go to Peg. This is my job. It's, it's a matter of pride. Oh, Riley, that's no attitude to take. My dear wife always helps me carry my burdens. <laughs> I couldn't run my business without her help. I wouldn't know what's what or who's where. <laughs> no, I can't admit to Peg that I need her help. Uh, hey, I know. You gave me an idea. I'll ask Jim Gillis. He's good at algebra. He'll get me out of this hole. In that case, you won't need me. <laughs> well, cheerio. I'd better be shoveling off. Hello, Gillis. This is Riley. Yeah. Yeah, listen, Gillis, old pal. I need your help. Yeah, you're good at algebra. Well, I got a few problems of juniors that I... You will? Well, I'll bring them right over. Boy, that Riley character was very smart when he come to me. The poor dope recognizes superior mental ability. Now, let me see. If two men can dig a hole 12 feet long, 4 feet wide, and 8 feet deep... If two men dig a hole... Who knows from digging? I'm a white-collar worker. <laughs> oh, Egbert, my darling son. Yes, Papa. Come here a minute, Angel. If two men can dig a hole 12 feet long, 4 feet wide, and 8 feet deep in 9 hours, gee, this is tough. No wonder Papa couldn't do it. If two men can dig a hole... Oh, Mama, Mama. <laughs> Yes, Mama. Here are those algebra problems all done. Gee, thanks, Mama. Oh, Papa. Here I am, Egbert. Here's the problems. I got them all done. Oh, that's a sweet offspring. Oh, really? Here I am, Gillis, on the sidewalk. Here's your problems. I got them all done. Oh, thanks a million. You're a pal. Oh, Junior. Junior. Junior, look. The problem. It's no use, Pop. I told you I can't do them. You don't have to. Look, here they are, all done. I just finished the last one. Why ain't he home yet? What's taking him so long? Well, why are you so nervous? I thought you were certain you got the problems right this time. Well, I got them right, all right. I ain't dumb, you know. I got Junior on that ball team and all by myself, too. And in the future, Peg, you let me handle the boy. That's my response. Hey, Pop, Pop, Pop. Junior, you made it. Yeah, the answers were all right. I'm on the team. You hear that, Peg? Yes, I hear. What did I tell you? Do I know how to look after my boy, Junior? Remember who you have to thank for this. Thanks, Pop. You're swell. Yeah, come on. Let's go tell Gillis. I got to thank him. After all, if it hadn't been for him, I... <laughs> Let's forget it. Uh, you'd have the uh, what, dear? Uh, well, yeah, Pop, what did Mr. Gillis have to do with it? Well, uh, the, 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 the fact is, you do work. Well, I... May as well tell you, I'd like to be honest about these things. Mm-hmm. And besides, we'd find out anyway. Uh, well, you, you see, uh, uh, Gillis helped me with the problems just a little. I didn't have time myself. I, hey, there's Gillis now out in the yard. i got to thank him. Hey, Gillis. Hiya, Riley. Gillis, old pal, I want to thank you for helping me with that algebra. Oh, don't thank me, Riley. I didn't have the time to do it. You really should thank my Egbert here. Egbert? Egbert Dunham? Well, Egbert, I can't tell you how much I appreciate Honey, what... Honeybee deserved the credit, Mr. Riley. My mama did him. Honeybee? You did him? You worked... Oh, Honeybee, I can't thank you enough. Oh, for... don't thank me, Riley. 
finally. I couldn't get nowhere with those problems, so I phoned Peg and she wiped them out. <laughs> Peg, how many times do I have to tell you that Junior is my responsibility and from now on... From now on, what? From now on, Junior, if you want help from your father, go to your mother. <laughs> the Rileys will return in just a moment. Do rainy days mean straggly hair for you with a low morale all day long? Then you'll love a new rainproof rain scarf from Prell. Yes, these large, soft, pliable rain scarves are so easy to carry, always ready for rain. They're so attractive, you'll want several. And such a bargain, too. Worth up to 75 cents, Prell offers them to you for only 25 cents and a Prell carton. Of course, everyone knows how radiant Prell leaves hair. So free of embarrassing dandruff. And everyone knows that lovely Prell washed hair is worth protecting. So don't wait. To get your rain scarf, send your name and address with 25 cents and any size Prell carton to Prell, Cincinnati, Ohio. Be sure to state your color choice, rose, blue, green, or yellow. Send to Prell, Cincinnati, Ohio, today. This offer is good in the United States only. Folks, usually every week at this portion of our program, we give you a final glimpse into the life of Riley. However, <clears throat> this will not be possible tonight, as Riley isn't doing anything. He's just lying on the living room couch, daydreaming. But if we could peek inside his mind... Good evening, everyone. This is Will Stern, your sports announcer. Tonight, I have a special treat for you. I'd like you to meet the man who single-handed won the World Series for the Brooklyn Dodgers, the sensational third baseman who knocked out four home runs, Junior Riley. Tell me, Junior, who deserves the credit for making you the greatest ball player of all time? My mother. That's a lie! <laughs> What's a lie, Riley? Riley, are you daydreaming again? Huh? Oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, and in the future, Peg, please stay out of my daydreams. <laughs> and Gamble, makers of Prell Shampoo, invite you to join us again next week to hear The Life of Riley with William Bendix as Riley. William Bendix is currently starring in the new motion picture comedy, The Life of Riley. The picture is now showing in 300 cities throughout the country, including Des Moines and Oklahoma City. Tonight's script is by Reuben Shipp, Alan Lipscott, and Dick Powell. Mrs. Riley is Paula Winslow. Digger O'Dell is John Brown. The Life of Riley is produced by Irving Brecker. And remember... To get your rainproof rain scarf from Prell, just send your name and address with 25 cents and any size Prell carton to Prell, Cincinnati, Ohio. Be sure to state your color choice, rose, blue, green, or yellow. Remember, that's Prell, Cincinnati, Ohio. This offer is good in the United States only. Wash your dishes with ivory snow. It's safe for hands and speedy, too. Lovely hands mean a lovely you. Hi-ho, safe in snow. Wash your dishes in ivory snow. 
Let your hands tell you why Ivory Snow is so wonderful for dishwashing. Wash your dishes with Ivory Snow as millions do. When you see how Ivory Snow pampers your hands, you'll know it's ideal. It's Ivory Mild, Ivory Pure. And remember, it's granulated for speed. No soap made is faster for dishes or kinder to hands than Ivory Snow. The only soap, both Ivory Mild and granulated for efficiency. Yes, for speedier dishwashing, for snow white hands, try wonderful Ivory Snow. And this is Ken Niles reminding you to tune to this NBC station every Friday night for one full hour of comedy. First, Red Skelton, and then, The Life of Riley. The preceding program was transcribed. This is NBC, the national broadcasting company.